0: It's, it's funny, the things we invest in become the fruit of tomorrow. So what are we investing in that, that is going to produce fruit? I love that we're, we're, we're putting seeds into the soil of marriage and kids and next-gen, and it's awesome. So thanks so much. Open your Bibles this morning to Proverbs chapter 31. Hello, live stream. Hello, Grand Blank House Campus. Uh, can we just I, It's just a great tradition. Can we welcome our Grand Blank Campus right now and just say we love you guys. so glad, Pastor Jim and Carrie. Are, are just amazing leaders. One of the things I, I love is that their name is sort of memorable because it's Jim Carrey. I am mean, you guys remember Jim Carrey, so Jim and Carrey makes sense to me too. So happy Mother's Day, and uh, let's get right into this. Proverbs chapter 31. Now, can I say this? I know a lot of women like, oh, Proverbs 31. I hate that chick. 'Cause she's so intimidating. You know what I'm talking about? Let's get into this. Proverbs chapter thirty one. I want to show you something today. I think it's really gonna bless not just the women of our congregation, but our community. Proverbs thirty one, verse one. The sayings of King Lemuel. Now here's what he's now he's saying it, but it's an inspired utterance his mother taught him. When we read Proverbs 31, it's like that lady, no way can she get up that early and work that hard and be an entrepreneur and invest in land and plant a vineyard and take care of the poor and everybody's dressed in scarlet and she's dressed in purple and there's linens on her bed and we all know what that means. Like, come on, this is is like, this is impossible and she's making these demands. But I want you to remember something. Two things about Proverbs 31. Number one is this, she's not real. And the second thing is it's not some man putting demands on women. It's a woman speaking to her young son saying someday if you're blessed enough, God's going to give you some of this. God's going to put someone in your life. And and it's not only a blessing to have that, but you're going to have to create environments around her so that as that blessing comes, she can blossom into who she's supposed to be. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but if you were ever to study world religions and cults, you'll find that the number one thing that world religions, non-Christian world religions, and cults have in common is the suppression of women you say well the bible says this in the old testament the bible says that let me just say this the first person to ever preach the gospel of jesus christ was a woman there are female prophets in the new testament there, there are female elders in the New Testament. There are partners in Jesus' ministry that are both male and female. When, when we talk about elevating people, Jesus elevated children. Don't, don't hinder the children. Let them come to me because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. That, that those who stayed with Jesus to the end were female. It isn't like it's a male dominated, we've got the muscles, so we got the power and we got the money. Whatever God touches, he blesses. And if God's going to touch women, God is going to bless them with all sorts of great stuff. So I'm, I'm here to tell you today that the same God of the men is the same God of the women. That God has a plan for everybody's life, male or female. And so I don't want you to be intimidated by her because, number one, she, this isn't like some woman that Solomon's describing. As I've heard that taught. Solomon's wife must have been amazing. Well, Solomon had 700 wives. He had kind of a buffet of marriage. Versus a plate of marriage. And he had 300 concubines. So, you know, I love you, I love you too, LC in three years. Like, that's, that's tough, right? But that was the way it kind of was in his life. So in Solomon's world, this is not a collection of the finest people put together. This is Lemuel's, King Lemuel's mother saying, Sweetie, someday when you're old enough to, to marry, someday when you're old enough to find someone to share your life with, someday if you are so blessed that God brings somebody like this into your world, this is what you're looking for. This is what I want you to have. This isn't a man writing about what women should be. This is not male-dominated. Does this make sense to you? One of the greatest criticisms of Christianity is its suppression of women. I, I would question that Christian, true Christianity does not suppress women. It liberates them. So you wives, submit to your husbands. It's like, no, no, no. Go up a verse up. Submit to each other. And then wives, the way the wives are gonna submit is by putting somebody in charge. Let's let the guy be in charge. And the way the guy's gonna to submit to the wife is by loving her as Christ of the church, laying himself down for her. There's an equality in that, is there not? It isn't like it's a male-dominated society. Listen, I don't know who started the lie that Christian men are like bad people and wives. It's not a cult, it's the liberating love and power of Jesus Christ. And it is up to us to understand these things and live these things very publicly. So this is a mother speaking to her son. By the way, Lemuel, King Lemuel, does not appear in the history of the kings of Israel. So it's kind of like, well, who was this guy? Some have speculated he was an Arab king. Some have speculated he's an imaginary figure. But I, I think because the word Lemuel means belonging to God, this is my thought. This is, my, this is the King Jim theology I'm about to teach you. But it's also the widest held version of this is that Lemuel, meaning belonging to God, may have very possibly been a pet name that Solomon's mother Bathsheba had for him. It's kind of like Sweetie. Like, I don't see any King Sweetie in the book of Kings. That's because there is no King Sweetie in the book of Kings. It's a pet name. So I I think, I think that one of the things that that we see David and Bathsheba doing for their son Solomon, because someday he will be king, is they're telling him, like, listen, you belong to God. You belong to God. You belong to God. I believe that that's what's happening here. So if that's the case, this is a fascinating thing. Look at this. Verse 1. You ready? Uh, a wife of noble character, man, who can find? She's worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of his life. Now, think of this. Remember, this is a mother talking to a son. Son, I want you to find not, not some hottie that's shallow. I don't want you to find some rich woman so you can just take it easy. I don't want you to find some social influencer so everybody will know your name and be popular. We're not going to keep up with any Kardashians. Right? You're gonna be king. And a king needs a queen. You're gonna be royalty. You need a wife of noble character, not a trophy or a hood ornament or, you know what I'm saying? So here we go. A wife of noble character. Who can find? And what she does immediately, she says, listen, the environment of great worth. I want you to, if God blesses you with something like this, I want you to value her so highly. She talks about who can find this. It's rare. It's like rubies. uh, The confidence, the value, the, the bringer of good. Listen, I want you to know something that if God blesses you with this, you better think and appreciate what God has done for you uniquely. Because rubies, you don't walk along and go, hey, there's a ruby. I'll pick it up later. You treat a penny that way. If you saw a ruby laying on the ground, you say, I found a ruby, and you'd be so blessed by that. Does this make sense? A a wife of noble character, who can find? She's worth far more, multiplied times more than a ruby. If you found a, a ruby laying on the ground, or you had a choice of that, or a wife of noble character, this woman's telling her son, take the wife and create an environment around her where she understands how appreciated she is the value of who she is. She's of great worth. Fellas, hear me. Um, Boy, I want to say this the right way, but the only illustration I have is really poor. How many guys just trust my heart enough I said something terrible, you'd just love me anyway? One. And it's a guy. If my wife and I were to get involved in an argument that led to a physical altercation, because I'm male, because I'm taller, because I'm stronger, um, I would win that altercation. Does that make sense? And you're like, this is a great illustration, Jim. Tell us more about beating Dina. Now, emotionally, if we got into an argument and the, and the combat was not physical but emotional, who would win? Yeah. All she has to do is cry. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? All she has to do is like, she could get quiet. I'm like, don't, don't shut me out. I just, we need to talk about this, right? I'm sorry. I say something about hitting people and she leaves. Come back. So, that, so. so this is what happens, guys. Listen, when you create an environment around a woman of great worth, let me tell you what happens, man. It, it is almost impossible not to believe in a man who cherishes you. Does that make sense? Wives submit to your husbands. Husbands, you know, lay down your lives for your wife. It's almost impossible, almost impossible if I create that environment around Dina that, that if I cherish her that she doesn't believe in my dreams, and it's almost impossible that if, that if I believe, uh, if she believes in my dreams, it's almost impossible that I don't cherish her. Does that make sense? You're looking stunned. Are you still thinking about Dina hitting me? Because I am. I just was curious if you were too, right? She, she doesn't instruct her, her son to find a good woman like, like, a, like he, you know, go find a good plow horse. He tells her there has to be value here. You've got to create an environment around her. And she even says scarcity, like rare rubies, worth far more. Well, the scarcity of that creates more of a demand on it. Scarcity, right? We've got to create the environment of great value around our daughters, because somebody will, around our sisters, around our wives, and around our mothers. Gentlemen, hear me, and, and women as well. When we value each other as if God values us, then we will have a security that doesn't need to go looking for anything else. Next thing he says is this, verse 13. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like a merchant ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field, and she buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for the task. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff. This is a, a weaving tool. And grasps the spindle. She makes the thread, and she, she makes the, uh, the garments and so forth with her fingers. And it, what's interesting is all this industriousness, it doesn't seem to be because she has to, because she's got to make the money, she's got to earn the income. Or he's like, hey, I'm going to make my half. You've got to make the other half. This is something she wants to do. This is something she does, because there is an environment of freedom. Now, now, please hear me. Are you guys still here? You guys are quiet today. You okay? All right, Listen. The environment of freedom. Some people have said, you know, a woman's place is in the home, okay? And other people have said, that's not true. A woman's place is not in the home. A woman's place is in the work world. A woman can do anything that a man can do. I'm about to tell you from the Bible where a woman's place is. A woman's place is anywhere God has called her to be and to do anything God created her to do. That's where a woman's place is. Now, I, I get it that his children are being neglected. I, I get it if, if, you know, I, I mean, I get, I get the, the issues and the concerns. But it's a pendulum that swings back and forth across the real question. The real question is, what has God called you to do? Because God has called some women to run companies. God has called some women to stay at home and raise a beautiful family that loves Jesus. And so God has called some women to do both. So for us to say a woman's place is in the home, a woman's place in the workforce, a woman's place is anywhere God called her to be and to do anything God called her to do. Listen, I don't care who you are. If, if the community considers you a great man, I promise you that behind you there's a great woman because it's impossible to get to A without B. It's just impossible. I, I mean, let's, can we just be honest for a second? All politics aside, do you really think Bill Clinton stood a chance without Hillary? Come on. You, okay. Maybe I didn't put enough politics up. You know what I'm saying, right? This godly woman is telling her son to value his wife's purpose as much as he values his own. One of the greatest mistakes I've made in our life, in our marriage, I I didn't know what was inside of her when we got married. And that was reinforced by the culture in which I was serving at the time. The pastor said, Dana, you're not allowed to come by the office. You're not in ministry. I didn't hire you. Don't be a distraction to our, our associate pastor, and if you do come to the office, it's only for a moment to pick him up. You should stay in the car. Um, if you do come to the office to do something because you're needed, you should dress like a pastor's wife when you do that. So if you're going to be licking stamps, you should be doing it in a, a dress up to your neck and down to your ankles and all that kind of stuff. And and you should be modest. And, they, and she was told she didn't dress right. She was told, and, I, and honestly, in my misguided sense of wanting to bless her, I said, baby, you don't have to get a job. You don't have to do anything. And so what I did is I left her in an apartment that was so small that you didn't have to unplug the vacuum cleaner to, to vacuum the apartment. It was literally from where I am, right that line, that line. This was the entire apartment. I left her in it, you know, 16 hours a day, 12 hours a day. I went off and did pastor work and came home to a woman who was raised in a town of 120 people and was now living in a valley of a million people on the 13th floor and didn't have any friends, didn't have, ed- didn't have a car. I took the car with me. I worked two blocks away but I might need the car because I'm a pastor. So you just delight yourself in Bob Newhart. You just delight yourself on the exercise bike. You just, I I tell you what, when she finally got that job, she went and worked at a daycare thing. And remember, what was that little girl's name that had the bizzard? Yeah, she could, Yeah, and she remembers her name. This is like 30 years ago, but she, she, this little girl, and she said, "Oh, a lizard! It was, it was a lizard." But she couldn't say lizard. She said lizard, and then uh, she chased her around. But she come home and you know, hey, could you be a manager? Hey, could you run the joint? Hey, could you? And hey, we, now we're moving. Now we're going on to college, and we're going on to. I've got everything under control, little woman. I'm the man. I'll take care of everything. Can I tell you something? That's one of the greatest mistakes of my life. We'd have been so much farther ahead if I'd have just let Dina be Dina. Now, the same thing can be true the other way, right? you got to get a job because I need that car, and you need a car for yourself, and no wife of mine is going to sit around on her butt all day long while I'm out working, right? I'm just trying to say something very carefully, and it's not working, but I'm trying to say something very carefully. (laughs) Ladies, wherever you belong, gentlemen, children, brothers, sisters, this is the environment we need to create Around people. Today Dina's the COO of a multi-million dollar, you know, nonprofit volunteer-based organization called Freedom Center Church. And she just rocks it. And and I was I was like, You stay at home. I remember early on in our marriage, I was having problems with like some of the leaders we had. Like, yeah, that guy totally turned it. That guy was a jerk. That guy really betrayed me. That guy. And and I remember her saying things like, Hey, be careful of that guy. I'm like, Okay, sweetie. Okay. I'm the pastor. You just go about your embroidery. <laughs> and about six months later, this guy stabbed me in the back or went back to drink it. The, the same stuff she said. I said, you know what? Man, I, I wish I'd have seen that coming. I remember going, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice if someone would have warned you that uh, you know, maybe they needed more time or maybe they needed more counseling or maybe they needed more healing before you put in a position of responsibility? I'm like, didn't you say something? Because I, you know, I might have mentioned it at a time or 10 so And then I started turning. Hey, baby, before with this guy in leadership, what do you think? She's like, well, he's the devil. Uh, but but he, he, he won't always be. She won't always be. She's not ready. She's here for the wrong. She could just read the room so beautifully. I started saying, I won't put anybody in a position of authority unless Dina signs off on it. Does that make sense? That transition, I wish I'd have started there because I missed out on a Proverbs 31 woman from the very beginning, and it took, what, five, six years before we started working together. And it wasn't until we came here that we came under these conditions. I'm coming, but Dean and I work as a couple. We minister as a team. You will never see me without her or her without me. If she speaks, I've spoken. If I speak, she's spoken. We, we, we are Two have become one. And if, that, if you don't want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you want peanut butter at home and jelly at the office, we don't do that. So what we do now is we work together. A woman's place is any place God has called her to be. Somebody say amen. Look at this. It says, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. I love that. When it snows, she's not freaked out about that because she's taking care of everyone around her, both her family and other places. This is the environment of expression. Um, This woman, as Lemuel's mom is saying, she needs to have a heart for God and she needs to have a heart for other people. That, that somehow your family name will be blessed by being a blessing. She expressed her ministry by treating others with the same care as her household. If, you're, if you didn't have a, the proper coat and her family did, she just kept sewing. Like, my family's covered. That's it. I'm going to go watch TV. She continued sewing. She continued weaving. She continued making the thread and the yarn. And she gave away these things. Um, Dina's ministry, for example, is aimed at leadership. She leads the church, and she leads our leaders. But like uh, Kelly Abel, who's at a wedding right now, her her ministry is involved in the uh, teaching of the Word, right? Megan's ministry is involved in, uh, you know, leading the worship department around here. And on and on and on it goes. Everybody that's here involved in ministry, it doesn't matter. What matters is they have a freedom to be who God made them to be, to express what God made them to be. Listen, God has put a passion, a pain, and a proficiency inside of each and every one of us, male and female. And the environments that we need to create as a culture, as a society, to let people be who God made them to be is so important. Next thing is this. You guys doing all right? She makes coverings for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected as he sits around on his butt with the other old guys. By the, I'm sorry. Her husband, let me read this again so I get the right version, is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat, amongst the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and she sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. Look at this, she's clothed with strength. I love that phrase, clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. If you hear anything I say all day, hear this she 's saying to her son, "Listen, if you really want to get the most out of your relationship, the most out of your lives together, the most out of your marriage you 've got to create an environment where you are both full share partners it isn 't major and minor it 's not male and female it 's everything I am and everything you are working together for the lord he 's sitting at the gate and we say well, what 's he doing just sitting around?" He's part of a council that kept Israel safe. He's, people came with disputes. And he's, a, he's a judge, but he's a counselor, but he's a, a pastor, but he's a, and he's sitting there because people are coming to him with their problems, and there's a, the, the king of Aram is coming, and he's going to be invading. He's in that position to be a defensive minister. He's in that position to help the young and, and the foolish become wise and grow. He's in that position of settling disputes. So he's not sitting around doing nothing, but if you understand this, he gets to do what God called him to do because she did what God called her to do. And, and it was the other way around. I mean, the, all the disputes that are settled around here, I, I get involved in a few of them because there's a, a pastoral role. But most of the stuff, listen, she, she sits in that office. And if you've ever been with Dina for more than half an hour, you realize that her phone goes off about, about 10 times every 20 minutes. So every, every two minutes, her phone's going off. There's a text, there's, an in, there's a question, there's an interruption, there's, a, hey, I just need one minute. And I don't know how she handles it all without killing people. I mean, Desi's been helpful in, in that, right? He's, he's removed the knife and all that sort of stuff from her, so she's not nearly as weaponized as she was. But, but literally, I don't know how she does it, but I know this. In my life, I am blessed with a full share partner. We released, released my... Uh, my fourth book the other day, I hurried up and got it written. I gave it to Sarah Carlton. She does a brilliant job editing it. And then we give it to Dina and said, I'll make it an e-book so we can give it away for free. And, and she works on it. She's got the team and Chris is working. This is happening. And, and when it came through, she was, I just want to say this right away. She was so delighted you'd have thought that she wrote it. Why? Because she's a full share partner in that book. When something goes well with the staff, when everybody gets their flowers on Mother's Day and everybody's kids' birthdays are remembered and everybody's anniversaries are celebrated and gifts are given, and, and we, she's actually fired some of our staff member for 48 hours. She said, here, we, we have hotel reservations for you and your spouse. Here's $100 to spend. You're taking the next two days off. If you try to work those next two days, we'll talk more about you taking more time off, like an indefinite amount of time. By the way, I already called your wife, so she's packing a bag. She's expecting you, and I don't want to see you for the next 48 hours. How I many guys wish your boss would fire you sometimes? Why? Because she's a full share partner in the ministries of the men and the women on the staff of this church. And Lemuel's mom is saying, listen, don't just, just don't get somebody that's all about her lips, hips, and fingertips. Find someone that will share and give herself to the dreams that God has placed on your family. Lemuel's mom doesn't tell her son to buy a slave. Lemuel's mom says, sweetie, little Sally, Solomon, whatever, and find somebody that will believe in your dreams and then labor as if they were her own. And the same thing. She has a dream. Labor with her as if they're your own. Last part is this. Her children rise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. You know, many women do noble things, but you, you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. Oh, gravity sucks. I mean, it presses. That's what I mean. I mean, sucks. Just but a woman who fears the Lord, now you got something to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Listen, just one last thing. We've got to create the environment of appreciation and blessing for who she is and, everybody say and, all she does. Gentlemen with your daughters, brothers with your sisters, husbands with your wives. We have to create an environment of appreciation for who she is and all she does. When great worth, when freedom, when the expressions of ministry and partnership come to maturity, there is praise. And there has to be. One of the things we're really working on in our relationship. Am I talking too much about us today? I'm just talking too much. That's what your voice says. Like I just, just, um, we're, we're trying to learn how to throw confetti at things. Because life happens, and great outreach. What's next? Great. What's next? Great counseling session. What's next? Great dinner. What's next? Uh, nap? Okay. After the nap, what's next? I mean, literally five times a day, I will look at her and say, "What's next? What's next? What's next?" We're trying to learn to stop and just take a moment, take a handful of Holy Ghost confetti, and go. I <laughs> so found I'm gonna do it again. Pah. Like, let's take a moment to say, "God, thank you," and look at each other with gratitude and say, "Thank you." And look at those who've served and helped and said thank you. I made some calls recently, and I got a lot more to make. So don't—if I haven't called you yet, don't worry about it. But you know, people that say, "Hey, we're going to help you," that's wonderful. But people that actually helped—that's wonderfuler. Last 14 months, it ain't been easy, and and we're almost through. I won't say we're—it's done, it's over. But it sure is nice to see people sitting next to each other. It sure is nice to see four-foot sections, five-foot, five-foot, and six-foot sections. It's nice. It's nice to see they're one step closer. And, and I just want to tell you this, that, that our works, each other's works, we should recognize them and throw some confetti. We should say thank you. On Mother's Day, we should throw some confetti. And, and I just, can we just do one last thing? We've, we've read all about Proverbs 31 from the first verse to the last verse of talking about a, a noble wife. Now, here's what I want you to do. Just think with me for a second. And, and that's care, I want to be careful. But what, what does she look like? That lady anybody know is, is she <laughs> wise man I over Tom's pointing at Linda what's she look like how old is she does she dye her hair does she let it go natural is, is, is she athletic is she studious is she what is she and I'm just, I just say that to say this I think so often unfortunately and I'm all for taking good care of ourselves I'm all for you know women shouldn't wear makeup it's like if the barn would do better with a coat of paint let's put some paint on the barn and just enjoy it I don't why wouldn't you I don't understand the holiness part of it or whatever you know, there's there's attractive and there's seductive do anything that makes you feel attractive but never do something that makes you seductive that may, that's that's the line is that right I know seductives like out of my wheelhouse. If it ever was in my wheelhouse, like yeah, any purdy? Like no, I, I get that. I get that. So let's be healthy. But but it's funny. He never describes her. Is this in the Song of Solomon, where he says your necks like a bunch of pomegranates or whatever? Right. Solomon had something for food. I don't. I don't know. Your teeth are like sheep. I'm like, is that a compliment or is he telling her to brush her teeth? I can't tell. So this is this is character. And what's funny is character doesn't have a waist size character doesn't need a facelift. Character, character it will last every test that time will throw at it time and time and time again, right? And we just close with these words. Charm is deceptive. I just, I just think you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, after you get married, you ain't funny anymore. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is it's being exposed to the same gravity, the same sun, the same genetics, the same circumstances. as all of life that's in the process of dying from the moment it's born. Aren't you encouraged? Hallelujah. But what less? A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Now last we talked about, so my wife's got to be scared of God? No. Nope. I close with this thought. It's not about being scared of God. But, you know, I was I told you the story last week. I was at a men's breakfast and I'm not going to say who, but somebody right here in the front row named Todd Winkle made a comment to me about, about you know, sitting so far away from people. He said, what's the matter? Are you afraid of COVID? Was that you, Todd, that did that? It, it probably was because we speak the language of smart aleck to each other pretty, since we were in high school. But, but I, you know, you're afraid, you're afraid of COVID? I said, no, I'm not afraid of COVID. I'm afraid of Dina. And the point of that was not I'm afraid that Dina's lawyer is better than my lawyer. Or Dina's going to play whack-a-mole with my skull or Dina's going to be me with words. I just, I know that Dina loves me. And she's asked me to be careful. I know that Dina cares for me. And when someone cares for me that much, it's impossible for me not to care about me that much. So we're talking about a woman who fears the Lord. We're not talking about a woman who walks around scared of God's judgment, but a woman who understands how much God cares for her so that she in turn cares for herself in such a way that it reflects the care that God has for her. Isn't it funny that the Bible the book of Proverbs starts with the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the last thing that he says is a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. The book the ends of Proverbs is the fear of the Lord. He's concerned for you so much that you should be concerned about you as well. So read these Proverbs. Understand these things. He's, he's warning you. He's helping you to succeed. He loves you. And the end of Proverbs. Never forget that a woman who fears the Lord, a woman who has concern, who understands God's love for her, is to be praised. I, I would say this. We've all tried harder, and we've all failed miserably. That's not true, Jim. I've stuck to my diet for three weeks. Get back to me on week 17. My New Year's resolution, just by a show of hands, just for giggles, just to prove a point perhaps. How many of you guys made a New Year's resolution uh, this year? Can I see your hand? Okay. All right because it was COVID, we are all not sure we're gonna live. How many has ever made a New Year's resolution? Can I see your hand? Okay, that, that, just keep your hand up for a second. If you're still keeping that New Year's resolution, keep your hand up, if not, put it down. Okay, anybody? One, yes! Man, you're my new life coach. Buddy, help me out, whatever it is. Or do you just make it like yesterday? Because that wouldn't be fair. Okay, I'm just saying this, trying harder doesn't seem to do it. So what is, what, what actually makes a change? When we're in a relationship with somebody, we become like that person. I am more like Dina today than I've ever been because of 32 years of marriage. She's more like me, pray for her, than she's ever been because of 32 years of marriage. I'm more like Jesus today than I was when I first realized he was there and he opened my eyes. Why? Because the more I walk with him, the more I become like him. And I I just say this to you. If you want to be a woman who's deserving of praise, a man who fears the Lord, you want a family that leaves a, 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 an inheritance for generation after generation, a good name, wisdom, character, a blessing on the poor. If you want that, then it begins with, and it ends with, an understanding that God is for you. Do it His way, because He cares so much for you. Don't even consider a way that's not His. I'm scared of hell. It's not what He's talking about. I don't want to interrupt a relationship, because He cares so much for me that I... I had to care for me as well. So, Father, today I thank you for all the moms, all the sisters, all the grandmoms, all the daughters. I pray, God, may the value of that which is woman come from their creator and not from hips, lips, and fingertips that fade. May the value of that which is mother may, may their deeds earn them praise. A woman who fears the Lord deserves the honor, deserves the praise because they've done what only love could accomplish. It doesn't mean they're stronger. It means the relationship that they're in is they've allowed to transform their heart, their mind. So God, I thank you for my wife, the mother of my children, the grandmother of my grandkids. I thank you for my mom, just one of the sweetest gals, wisest women, people I've ever known. I can't tell you the number of times when I was just so lost and it was somebody who sent who was a woman, to put me back on the right right track again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. May we have appreciation. May there be freedom. May they have the right to just express who God made them to be. And may we understand their worth and praise them and love them and adore them as you do. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. My time's expired. But if you're here today and you're like, you know, I don't... I don't know what you mean by fear of the Lord. Like, I, you want me to be afraid of the Bible or God? Not at all. Not at all. I've known people that have spent their, their time and messages trying to get people to be afraid of God so that they would be so afraid of doing something bad. The thought is that maybe they'd do something good. But I, that's manipulation. That's not relationship. Either you cook me breakfast or I'll, I'll, I'll punish you. That's not a relationship. That's a slave. Jesus came to liberate people, to set people free. He who the Son sets free is what? Free indeed. If you're here today and you're not free, it's because perhaps you're not in that relationship yet with the one who sets people free. God, I want to know you. Jesus, forgive me. Take away everything that stands between my heart and yours. Let me walk with you the rest of my life. If that's you, it's not anger's your resolution. It's a, hi, my name's Jim. And I'd like to get to know you. <laughs> it's a yes to your proposal of covenant relationship. It's a it's a yes. I've always wanted a father that wouldn't leave me or forsake me. And you've promised to be just that. So I'm going to take you at your word. Whatever it is, I promise you what's missing in our hearts is, is not absent from his. And he's generous. Say, Jim, today I want to give my life to Jesus. Maybe this is your mother's prayer that's now about to be answered. Maybe this is your wife's prayer, your grandmother's prayer, it's about to be answered. It's about to be answered. If that's you today, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to, I want to give my, I want my sins forgiven. I want a clean slate, a fresh start. I want to know him. I want to be known by him. If that's you, I want you to lift your hand up all over this room right now. Father, thank you for every uplifted hand and every open heart. I ask in the name that is above every other name for mercy to flood their soul and their spirit. Wash them and make them brand new and clean in this moment. May our mother's prayers be answered. As we respond to your love today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys doing good? All right. So let's do